Hello all and welcome to another edition of Everyday Black History, where we highlight the historical achievements and contributions of black men and women and institutions, both past and present. As I mention all the time, we celebrate Afro appreciation here. And today we're going to be honoring and celebrating a woman, a doctor by the name of Dr. Patricia Bath who is a leading ophthalmologist and inventor in the medical field. Now, Dr. Bath was born in Harlem, New York, the daughter of Rupert and Gladys Bath. Her father, an immigrant from Trinidad, was a newspaper columnist and a merchant seaman and the first black man to work for the New York City uh, subway uh, transit system as a motorman. It was her father who inspired her love of culture and encouraged Bath to explore a different culture. Her mother was a descendant from African slaves, and she was a homemaker while her children were young and later became a housekeeper to fund her children's educations. Now, with the help of a microscope that she was given when she was a young child, Patricia knew she had a love for math and science, a love uh, so deep that while attending Charles Evans Hughes High School, she excelled at such a rapid pace that she got her diploma in just two and a half years. Now, growing up, Patricia Bath always battled sexism, racism, racism, and poverty, and it was hard for her since there were no black physicians that she knew while she was growing up. Growing up in Harlem, a predominantly black community where blacks were not accepted into many uh, medical schools, it was not easy for her to go to medical school since her family did not have the funds for it. But Patricia Bath applied for and won a National Science Foundation scholarship while attending high school and this led her to a research project at Yeshiva University and Harlem Hospital Center on connection between cancer, nutrition, and stress, which helped her interest in science shift to medicine. The head of the research program realized the significance in her findings during her research and published them in a scientific paper that he later presented. In 1960, while still a teenager, Patricia Bath won the Merit Award um, of the Mademoiselle magazine for her contribution to the project. At such a young age, she'd already accomplished so much. Now, Patricia Bath received her bachelor's in chemistry degree from Manhattan's Hunter College in 1964, and she relocated to Washington, D.C. to attend Howard University's College of Medicine, for which she received her doctoral degree in 1968. During her time at Howard, she was the president of the Student National Medical Association and received fellowships from the National Institutes of Health and the National Institute of Mental Health. During the 1960s and 1967, Patricia Bath traveled to Yugoslavia to study children's health, which caused her to become aware that the practice of eye care was uneven among racial minorities and poor populations, which, which with, with much higher incidence of blindness among her black and poor patients. So as a physician, she wanted to address this issue. She wanted to help to address this issue. And she persuaded her professors from Columbia to operate on blind patients at the Harlem Hospital Center, which had not previously offered eye surgery at no cost. Patricia Bath pioneered the worldwide discipline of community ophthalmology, a volunteer-based outreach to bring necessary eye care to underserved populations. She served her residency in ophthalmology at, NY, at New York University from 1970 to 1973, and she was the first African-American to do so in her field, which was a huge accomplishment. Now, Patricia Bath, uh, I should call her Dr. Bath, rather, to, be, to show the proper respect, she holds four patents in the United States. In 1981, she conceived the 
laser um, phaco probe, a medical device that improves on the use of lasers to improve cataracts and for ablating and removing cataract lenses. The device was completed in 1986 after Bath conducted research on lasers in Berlin and patented in 1988, making her the first African-American woman to receive a patent for a medical purpose. The device, which quickly and nearly painlessly dissolves the cataracts with a laser, irrigates and cleans the eye and permits the easy insertion of a new lens and is used internationally to treat the disease, so all over the world. Dr. Bath has continued to improve the device and has successfully restored vision to people who have been unable to see for decades. Three of four of Dr. Bath's, three out of four of Dr. Bath's patents relate to the laser phaco probe. And in 2000, she was granted a patent for a method she devised for using ultrasound technology to treat cataracts. Now, after completing her education, Dr. Bath served briefly as an assistant professor at Jules Stein Eye Institute at UCLA and Charles R. Drew University of Medicine and Science before becoming the first woman on faculty at the Eye Institute. In 1978, Dr. Bath co-founded the American Institute for the Prevention of Blindness, for which she serves as president. In 1983, she became the head of a residency in her field at Charles R. Drew, the first woman to head such a department. In 1993, she retired from UCLA, which subsequently elected her the first woman on its honorary staff. She served as a professor of ophthalmology at Harvard University School of Medicine and as a professor of telemedicine and ophthalmology at St. George's University. She was among the co-founders of the King Drew Medical Center Ophthalmology Training Program, and she has lectured internationally and authored over 100 papers. So we can see just from all the things that we mentioned about Dr. Patricia Bath, all the things she accomplished in the medical field, even being an inventor and, and inventing things for medical purposes. So we can see that she's contributed a lot to black culture and the black history. And Dr. Patricia Bath, we thank you for your contribution and we salute you. Now that concludes today's episode of Everyday Black History. Please tune in again as we'll be having more people and institutions that we'll be highlighting. So please stay tuned for the next one.